What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Films We Make podcast. In this week's episode, I am diving deep into the art of solo wedding filmmaking. And really, there are three things that I have learned over my decade-long experience of navigating the ins and outs and the untamed waters of the wedding industry on when is the best time to film a wedding solo and when you should have a second shooter. So I hope you stay tuned till the end of this episode because I'm going to answer all of these questions as well as diving deep into two things that I feel every wedding filmmaker should master so that they can create films with precision and professionalism every single time. So without further ado, let's jump into this week's episode of the Films We Make podcast. Imagine a world where you can work less and focus on what brings you joy in life. A world where burnout is a thing of the past. Well, our friends over at Uncut Gems have the perfect video editing solution for you. Say goodbye to time-consuming, creatively draining, sleepless editing nights, and hello to cost-effective peace of mind. With Uncut Gems, your videos aren't just outsourced, they're elevated. Through their easy-to-use video editing service, you can save money without compromising quality and receive the most important treasure of all, your time. And right now they are offering all of our listeners 75% off on your first order. So head over to uncutgems.com and use code wayward75 at checkout so that you can kick that backlog in the face and get back to being excited about your business. I started filming weddings in 2012 by myself and honestly I found a lot of solace in filming the wedding day solo. This was also back in the time where I guess the traditional cinematic story-driven films weren't as prominent as they are today. A lot of filmmakers were just creating these very music video based wedding films, slapping some T-Swifty on this wedding film, some copyrighted music and calling it a day. Fast forward to 2023 and wedding films are all about story. And I know that this is a subjective stance, but you don't always need a second shooter to create an immersive story. Honestly, some of my favorite wedding films were ones that I shot entirely by myself and not saying that I just prefer my own shots or that I don't value second shooters because I totally do. Sometimes there is a time and a place to have a second shooter and when to film a wedding by yourself. And let's face it, sometimes it causes a lot less stress and anguish in the editing room when you're shouting obscenities at your computer screen because your second shooter was readjusting his camera angle during the ceremony 15 different times. We're not going to go into that. All of this to say the world of weddings has dramatically changed in the last 10 years. And I firmly believe that there are three things that you should consider before making the decision to film any wedding by yourself because it could ultimately impact not just the quality of your work, but also the couple's experience. So the first thing you wanna consider is of course the location. For my latest solo wedding filmmaking venture, Liz and Christian's wedding was all in one location. We didn't have to travel to a bridal suite or groom suite. Everyone just showed up at the venue at a certain time and we filmed the entire day at this one spot. So when you are evaluating the wedding coverage needs, make sure you factor in location. Because if you are in one spot for the entire day, you can navigate this day more fluently than if you have to travel to multiple locations. 
because if you do have to be at different locations and in multiple spots at the same time, then that's where a second shooter is going to come in handy so that you can cover more ground and make sure that you're still providing a great experience for the couple with their wedding memories. Number two is collaboration, which I find that this is probably the most important. It is so important to connect with the photographer, the DJ, the planner before the wedding day to make sure you know all the details, all the ins and outs about this wedding. And if you are considering navigating this wedding by yourself, definitely check in with the photographer and see if they are going to have a second shooter with them because this may dictate and influence you to have someone as well because generally with photographers, if they have second shooters, they're going to split off so that they can cover more ground. So you want to make sure that you're doing the same thing. You definitely don't want to risk missing moments if you were just unprepared because the photographer has a second and you don't. And now you're kind of scrambling. You have to make sacrifices and sometimes you make the wrong sacrifices and then it ends up affecting your end product and the couple's unhappy. So you just want to make sure that you're being prepared. You're being smart. But if the photographer is solo, then this checks off your box to film this wedding solo as well because it's much easier sticking with one photographer than having anxiety or overthinking, wait, where did the second photographer go? Should I be capturing what they're capturing too? And just causing you a lot of stress on the wedding day. So for Liz and Christian's wedding, I was blessed with just one photographer. We were able to just navigate this wedding day in just a very melodic way, very fluently, very easily and efficiently and cover as much ground as we needed because we had the time to do so. Which brings me to the third recipe for success in filming any wedding by yourself, and that is, of course, the timeline. There's nothing more anxiety-inducing than getting the first draft of a planner's timeline and seeing the bride getting dressed, the groom getting dressed, first look with dad, the brother, the mother, the groom, and individual photos all within a 30-minute period. We've all had those timelines where everything is just so stacked on top of each other and it's just pure chaos right from the time you start filming all the way up until after the ceremony. And if that's the case, then it's probably going to be in your best interest to have a second shooter with you, not just so that you can cover more ground, but also for the emotional support. Luckily for Liz and Christian's wedding, we had so much time. I mean, honestly, we had more downtime than we needed and it was great. It was just an anomaly, honestly, because not every wedding is like this, but it just allowed us the space to create freely and without any kind of tension or anxiousness because we weren't stressing about the next thing. We were able to really dial in everything that we needed and capture everything beautifully. Now, while those three things are really important to consider whether or not you need a second shooter and when to film a wedding by yourself, there are also two things that you really need to know to be successful at filming any wedding by yourself or even any wedding for that matter, even if you have a second shooter. And those two things are anticipation and adaptation. And the truth is, if you are well equipped with these two skill sets, you can film any wedding, honestly, with one camera and one lens. And for me and Liz and Christian's wedding, that camera was the FX30 paired with the Sigma 24 to 70. And of course, while I did have additional camera angles for this ceremony and the speeches, Honestly, around 95% of this wedding was shot with just one camera and one lens. 
And this was actually my first time using the Sony FX30, Cine EI, even S-Log3. There were a lot of firsts for me at this wedding. And honestly, I'm just thankful that it all worked out because a lot of things can go wrong when you try something new and you haven't really dialed everything in. So I honestly am really owing all of that to the ease of use and simplicity and functionality of the FX30 because it was so simple navigating log for the first time using this camera with gamma assist with cine EI, just all of those amazing features inside this camera that just helped a novice really have a lot less room for error. And since this wedding, I've used the FX30 three other times, and I can honestly say that it is such a beautiful camera for wedding filmmaking and one that I honestly wish I had. I don't have one. I don't actually own the FX30. I've rented it every single time. Uh, and honestly, that's just because I feel like something new is on the horizon. I feel like I don't want to pull that trigger just yet because I know that Sony, as soon as I do, they're going to release something that is just so incredible and makes me so upset with myself that I've already invested in a new camera. And it's just that constant revolving door of needing to have the new thing. But I did a whole review on the FX30, my first impressions of this camera. So if you're interested in checking that out, you can find it up here. So the biggest challenge for any solo filmmaker and let's face it, just filming weddings in general is navigating the wedding ceremony. Honestly, if you're anything like me, you may tend to overthink every single decision, every single camera angle, lens choice, support gear, did I turn on the task cams, all of those things. And the best advice I can give to you, especially if you're navigating this by yourself, is to just keep it simple. In all honesty, you only need around seven shots during the ceremony. The bride entering, the groom's reaction, the handoff, the opening monologue, the exchange of vows, family reactions, and then the exit. And then of course, with all of these shots, variety really is key. Think of the ceremony as a play or a choreographed dance. Act one is the processional where the bride walks down the aisle, the groom sees her for the first time, and then the ceremony begins. Act two is the exchange of vows and then the I do's. And act three is the kiss and then the exit. And honestly, the best way to navigate any ceremony is just through positioning and timing. And the more weddings that you do, the more equipped that you'll become, you'll start to notice the patterns and you'll start to be a lot more prepared to anticipate all the moments that are happening next. And honestly, that's really the biggest tip that I can give you if you're filming any wedding by yourself is to just keep practicing and through experience, you will get better at recognizing these patterns and moments and anticipating all of those things. And honestly, it will start to become second nature to you. So just to recap, as long as you know that the venue is in one location, the photographer is by themselves, you've worked with them before, you know how to collaborate well together, you know that they are just really professional and you don't have to worry about whether or not they are just going to impede on all of your creative choices and decisions or not foster that collaborative spirit. And then knowing that the timeline is beautifully spaced out, it's not stacked on top of one another, it's not chaos. And with all of these things, of course, it's a lot of luck involved to have all of the stars align with all of these different elements and factors at play to make a successful wedding. 
just keep that in mind when you're considering filming a wedding by yourself. Make sure you're checking off those boxes because ultimately what matters is that you are going to be able to provide an amazing experience for your couple. Always keep your couple's goals in mind and remember honestly, sometimes the best second shooter is a well-placed tripod. So if you have multiple cameras, you can set up tripod angles to capture additional angles so that you can still build your scene and create that immersion. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to this week's video. I hope you found it helpful and valuable in some way. If you did, be sure to like and subscribe and leave me a comment. Let me know, are you a solo filmmaker? What do you struggle with most as a solo wedding filmmaker? I'd love to hear from you guys and hear all of your thoughts below. So be sure to leave me a comment and until next time, keep creating and telling beautiful stories. Peace.